morning. Today I want to speak about the best investment plan you can possibly have. We all know at some level or some degree about investing. If you don't invest well, you don't get a good return, right? So we want to invest well. And to invest well, you've got to know what to invest in. And so, Jesus has come to us to teach us how to invest. How to invest not just in the temporal order, but to invest in the eternal order. We know that there's a temporal order because we're living in it, we experience it. But hopefully we also taste and see and experience the eternal dimensions of reality. If you just live in the temporal, you're only living in half of reality. But if you live in the temporal and the eternal, you start to experience the full reality of, of God's plan and design for each of us and each, of, each one of our, our whole lives. So we look in our first reading, and it says here in the first line, the prophet Isaiah, chapter 35, Thus says the Lord, Say to those whose hearts are frightened, Be strong, fear not. Did you hear that? Say to those whose hearts are frightened, Be strong, fear not. So you might ask the question, Well, what am I afraid of? My heart's frightened. And if we're honest, all of us in our hearts, we can find some fear. So then we've got to ask, Well, what am I afraid of? And I'd like to talk about two things. We're afraid of one, God might not invest in me. And two, I'm afraid to invest in others. And so in our second reading, it says at the end, God chose, did not God choose the poor in the world to be rich in faith? God chose the poor in the world to be rich in faith. If you are in touch with reality and know yourself well, at least some degree, you have some knowledge of self and your weakness, your brokenness, your frailties, your inabilities. You know you're poor. So why would someone invest in somebody that's poor? Why would I invest in you if you're failing? If you're not good at this or that? If you're not doing well? If you're not succeeding like you think you should succeed? Why would I invest in you? So we have to then look at, we translate that onto God. Well, why would God want to invest in me? Look at me. I'm not succeeding like I'd like. You know, look at my moral life. I'm, I'm tripping, I'm fumbling, I'm falling down a hundred times a day. So we question God's investing in us. To the degree I let God invest in me, to that degree I'll invest in others. So men, to the degree you let God invest in you and you believe that He invests in you, you're going to invest in your wives and kids. And ladies, to the degree you let God invest in you, to that degree you're going to invest in your husband and children. So we come to church because God, we believe, longs to invest in each of us. 
He invests his whole being in each of us. And that's why in our gospel, if you look at this gospel reading, it's interesting what happens. There was this man, right, who had, uh, he was deaf and had a speech impediment. And it says here, Jesus took him off by himself away from the crowd. Christ doesn't want us to think, well, I'm generally investing in all of you. I'm just going to give a general investment in this, you know, group of people. He took the man aside from the crowd because he wanted the man to know. He noticed he opened his ears. He wanted him to know and hear, I'm investing in you. Not all of you, but you. Personal investment in you. And we might think, well, that, look at that person. They pray every day. They go to church every day. Look at that. That person, you know, look how well, they, look how virtuous they are. Look at me. Why would God invest in me? He's investing in them more than me. Baloney. God invests in each of us. And until you can get that, at least in your veins a little bit, you have to, you got, you got to let the Lord trouble you a bit. Let him trouble the waters of your spirit. Let him, let him get into that bloodstream of yours and say, I'm pretty special. The Son of God would have came just for me. If you were the only one on the earth, he would have came for you. God came for you. If that starts to intoxicate your system, that truth, if it starts to get into you, it's going to change the way you invest in the people you meet every day. Guaranteed. If you let Him invest in you, if you let that reality and truth trouble you a bit today, it's going to make you healthier, happier, holier, more free. And so, the Lord's inviting us to trust in His investing in us so that we can invest in Him. But then it goes on to say here, here is your God. He comes with vindication, with divine recompense. He comes to save you. God wants to save us from the fear of investing. If you invest, it'll cost you. If you invest men in your wives and kids and ladies in your husbands and children and in all those you meet at work, if you invest, it's going to cost you. We're afraid to invest. Because the cost of investing is the cross. We preach Christ crucified. And when you invest in each other, you're investing in the kingdom of God. The best stock on the market. God's kingdom. Now see, here's the temptation. When you invest in the kingdom of God, you don't get return in this life. You're waiting in faith for the eternal return of heaven. When you invest in the kingdom, as you live your lives and you spill yourself out, when you live Jesus Christ, when you pour your life out, when you pour your life out, 
in your families. You're living Christ. God, through you, is investing in your wives and kids, men. God, through you, ladies, is investing in your husbands and children. God, through us, is investing in our co-workers, family and friends, aunts, uncles, grandmas, grandpas. See, the Word became flesh. God, the invisible, became visible. Through you, as you go out into the world after Mass, you take God into you and you invest in others in a way that troubles them. How can you give yourself to me? How can you keep loving me? How would you invest so much in me? Because we want to, they, they need to hear the words epitha, be opened. They need to know they're special. That's why people don't go to church. Because they feel judged, they feel condemned, they feel unworthy. That's Satan's lie. We need to go out as Jesus in the world and invest in others so they'll come in here and experience the investment that God has in them. And then they get that into their system. They believe that truth. And it starts to infect them. And they go out and invest in others. And others are touched and their ears are open to the truth. And then they come into the church. This is how evangelization happens. Through prayer, we start to hear how God loves us. I can tell you to I'm blue in the face, God loves you. Unless each one of you choose to spend some time in prayer, you're not going to hear what I'm telling you. Because only the Holy Spirit, when you're alone with Him, He pulls you out of the crowd and you sit with Him. You start to hear what I told you. And what Father Michael hopefully says up here starts to resonate at a deeper level and starts to affect the way you walk, the talk, the way you listen to what you listen to, what you watch, how you treat others that hurt you, it, it will start to fetch you. Because you're investing in the kingdom. And then you start to bring the kingdom. So today, I'm going to invite Dan up. And Dan is going to talk specifically to the men about how to invest in the kingdom of God through the gift of that man in you.
Sing it out loud, church, come on. I 